What's up, everyone? It is your animal queen. Yes, and we're back for the fall edition of Rise of an Animal Queen podcast. You getting that business education with the teeth? We're telling you the information that all these gurus, quotation mark, quotation mark, don't want you to know. Today's topic, business with pleasure. Real hot, real spicy, real juicy. That's that good tea. Whenever you have a topic that juicy, you know I have something up my sleeve. We have a guest, a very special guest, who's actually a social media rebel. His topics stir up the most argumentative, debatable disagreements on Facebook, on Instagram. And I would like to introduce to you all Dijon Talks. Okay, so guys, this social media revel that I've been telling you so much about, Dijon Talks. I would like to welcome him to the podcast. Hello, Dijon. Hello, hello, Miss Animal Queen. How you doing? I'm the I'm doing good. And you? I can't complain. I'm having a great day. I'm so happy I had the chance to get you on the show since you're such a busy man. Some days, not every day, just some days. So, Dijon, who is Dijon Talks? What is Dijon Talks about? Um, Okay. Uh, For everybody that doesn't know who Dijon Talks is, um, the brand Dijon Talks... um, who I am is I am the owner of Blue Light Consulting Services, which focuses on the small business startup and helping them define their value proposition. They help them market to the right mark, niche market for their business so they can market properly and grow. Um, I am a keynote motivational speaker, um, with a, which specializes in storytelling. I am a life coach and I am a prison reform advocate. I believe in second chances and helping men and women coming out of prison have a smoother transition. And a whole um, Dijon Talks is just a person that desires to help people in whichever capacity he's able to. Okay, so that's a pretty great resume that you have. So the reason you were invited to this show today is because we have a real spicy, juicy topic, business with pleasure. So I don't know if you're aware of the way my podcast is ran, we do business with personal experiences integrated together. So I like to share with my audience things that I personally went through trying to establish my business. You don't have to, or you can be as discreet or vague as you like. I'm not forcing no information, but at the end, we want our listeners to leave with tips education and advice on how to approach certain situations when being an entrepreneur. That was cool. Okay, business with pleasure. Couples who decide to go into business relationships with each other. What are your thoughts? Um, when you, um, if, if, if I may ask, when you mean couples, meaning they're, they're in a relationship, it's not like a platonic thing where two people that were doing business decide to date but they were already in a relationship and now they're starting to start a business, correct? Yes. Okay. 
Um, I believe if the two individuals have an entrepreneur mindset where they have the same goals and aspirations to go from what I call from the employee to the employer, and they can agree, and I do mean agree on a business model that will benefit both of their desires or they have common interests, where it will not separate them in the long run and they both can things and not be divided amongst themselves with the way that they see the business being executed. Because sometimes we want to start businesses, but we have different ways of doing business. And then going through the process, we start learning that we and the other person are not so compatible. Um, so as long as before they take the financial step of the business and iron out everything and how they would run a business and what's their vision and stuff like that, and they see they are aligned, then I am all for it because then they're doing what's called breaking, um, creating financial legacy for their future family, which is really should be the defining factor for a family. So yeah, I'm definitely all for it as long as they did the work prior to, to know that they are compatible as business partners and not to the opposite so they don't spend money that they're going to regret later. Okay. So one thing that I noticed that you said when you said, are they compatible? Do you think it's possible for two people to be compatible in their love life but not compatible in their business um, life and vice versa? 100% definitely yes. Some people can be the best business partners but never have an intimate relationship. And other people can have the best relationship but they could never be in business with each other because they have different viewpoints on how they see business running. And then in business, different personalities come out. Some people are more stern. Some people remain a little bit more reserved. Some people are a little bit more direct. Others aren't. So um, that's, if it, it's really difficult for some people if they really don't have the same mentality when it comes down to business to make it work because people's personal feelings may get involved, hard decisions may have to be taken. And typically those hard decisions, instead of looking at it from a business lens, like we're just making a business decision, somebody might take it personal. And then once they take it personal, that's the beginning to the end of the business. Okay. So I have this question for you. Okay. My personal experience, when I was in a relationship with someone, when we went into business with each other, it was because of the business I saw that this person may not be compatible for me in a relationship because the way that they got down, it was real grimy and real greasy. So it made me look at them like a, in a different light. Do you think that's also possible to happen? You might see another side of your mate doing business with them, which will cause personal relation to decline. Um, yeah, I definitely believe that once you start seeing a side of a person when it comes down to dealing with money, um, it may turn you off from the person because um, like we said, <laughs> biblically speaking, it says the love of money is the root to all evil. It never says that money is the root to all evil. It's the love of money. What does it mean is when you have more love for money, you're willing to do whatever it takes to make money or get money, which is where the evil comes in because now your heart is um, not, not pure, your heart is tainted, you're willing to do shady actions just for money instead of having money work for you. We live in a lot of society when people get in business, they're working for money, but money never works for them. 
And if you're in a relationship and then you're so used to seeing the pure side of a person, a great side of a person, but then when money's involved, you're starting to see a whole different dynamic of the person. Um, I could definitely see that being what's called a turnoff. And um, that might sever the relationship over time because it doesn't allow it align with your moral principles. And one thing that I talk about a lot is about being equally yoked to the person you're with because moral principles will tell you a lot about a person. And sometimes we don't ask those questions in relationships because we're too busy um, chasing what's called superficial things. Okay, so you sound like you need to add relationship coach to your resume. Well, I am a life I am a life coach, so a life coach will encompass all of that. So, do you think a person like me needs to hire you to help me get my life in order? Um, it depends on where you're at in life. I believe everybody needs some type of counseling or help or coaching or mentorship. Um, they come in various forms. It really depends on where you're trying to get and what are you trying to get over. And we're talking about emotional scars and baggages and stuff like that. I might. It depends on the, how bad the trauma was. I might not even recommend my services. I might represent one of my um, recommend one of my therapists. Um, but if it's um, not that deep, something that is definitely doable for a life coach, and it just takes some minor applications and changes in perception and the way we restructure our lives to get over something that happened. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely recommend somebody as a life coach um, to hire to get over these situations because a lot of times we're moving from one relationship to the next, one situation to the next, but we're still carrying around a wound and that wound, we're passing it on to the person we're with, um, which is really not, it's not that we're doing it on purpose, but we never properly healed from the old hurts. And um, they keep coming back up. And until we really learn to forgive and heal, it's really going to be hard to progress and to receive everything that is set for you, especially when it comes down to another mate. Yeah, because I can see some baggage that I've carried from my love and business relationship. Like now I'm very protective over my business because the person I was with in the past I came up with the idea of let's do a business together. And behind my back, they went and tried to open up the same business, but for themselves. So uh, what would you say for a person like me who have trust issues? And it's just not like with relationship partners. I don't trust nobody, well, especially when it comes to my business. I think the only person that I trust with my business is my son. And and, and you know what? You There's nothing wrong with how you feel. How you feel is a compilation of your experiences, your pains, and what you've been through. So for me to say, you know what, oh, the way you view and the way you see things is completely wrong, then I would be what's called a hypocrite. So first thing is I need to acknowledge your pain. I need to acknowledge what you went through. I need to acknowledge the the, the fears and the disappointments and the, and the breaking of trust you went through. So first thing is I, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. But you went through that for a season, for a lesson to know how to be a better fruit picker in the future, not to be bitter. So the reason for your season was not to be bitter, but to be a better picker. Meaning is now that you dealt with a caliber of person like this and you may have not asked the right questions in the beginning before getting too serious with the person. So now you may learn how to ask better questions um, before you get serious with the person, especially before you get intimate with a person. But also when we're dealing with the whole trust issue, I'm going to tell you, um, building back trust or building back that love in people, I'm not going to say there's a time frame for it or you're going to get over it in a time overnight. 
It just doesn't happen. Everybody's different. Everybody's in different seasons and different stages of their life based on the maturity, either with themselves, based on their spiritual maturity, or based on the economic or structural maturity. So there's different factors that will impact where somebody is. Um, especially if they dealt with a couple other shady. Everybody is not the person that hurts you. You have to be able to put yourself in a position to give people benefit of the doubt the same way you want somebody to give you benefit of doubt. Keep in mind, somebody that you're probably going to be dealing with has been hurt by somebody prior to something that they really want to hold against you. Do Is that fair for them to hold their past hurt against you? No, it's not fair because you are not their past hurt. You are somebody completely new and they have to give you the full benefit of the doubt the same way you have to give them in front of the doubt. But take it in small dosages. Don't just jump in there and give everybody your full trust. Get to know the person. Ask the person certain questions. See where their mind is at. And little by little, allow yourself to, um, to trust them. But the trust will never come until you learn to forgive the person that hurt you. The key to, to, key to overcoming your trust issues and to healing is you have to forgive the person that hurt you the most, even though it's going to be the hardest thing to do and you may not want to do it. And it's probably the hardest thing to let go. But the moment you decide to let go and just completely give up and say, you know what? I forgive him. It was his immaturity, his loss. I can't believe he did that to me. But nonetheless, I will forgive him. I will not forget and repeat my mistake, but I will forgive. Once you learn to forgive, I promise you, you're going to feel this weight of the world over you. And you'll be able to start learning to trust again. It's not going to happen overnight, but over time, you will start to be able to do it again. So I feel like you sp spoke nothing but facts. So do you believe there can be a lot of successful couples that go into business um, with each other? Most like, most definitely. We see, we see cases of it every single day. I mean, um, yeah. I'll, I'll say common stuff for people that would understand in today's society. Like when you look at the hip hop industry, um, you're looking at Beyonce, yeah, you're looking at Jay-Z, Beyonce, you're looking at Oprah and Stedman, you're looking at um, T.I. and Tiny. I mean, just just um, Will Smith and Jada. I mean, you just pick a couple that you admire um, and, and, the, and the public figure that, that you admire that, that actually works. Um, so it is possible. Um, look, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, LeBron James and his wife. I mean, there's tons of examples of when two people truly love each other and they want the best for each other and they have business aspirations with the financial ability and the desire to execute that magical things can happen. Steph Curry and his wife. I mean, there's tons of examples of things that can aspire and perspire from those situations. But again, I will go back to this equally yoke statement, which people seem to undermine a lot. You have to first do the preliminary rounds of getting to know the person and their mindset. Ask the hard questions. Hey, in a situation like this in business, how would you react? Hey, if we had to face this financial situation in business, how would you? Ask these questions before you get there. Because if you wait till you get there to find out their reactions, you might be disappointed. You, you definitely dropped some jewels and gave some good advice and I, I like the pros versus the cons and so our listeners can see that there is something positive coming out of mixing business with pleasure but you also have to beware because people are grimy they savages out here um, they are would, would you like to contact information for any of my listeners who need a life coach, a business um, more, 
Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um, if anybody want to be able to follow me or get in contact with me, I'm probably the easiest person to get in contact with because everything of mine is pretty uniform. My website, my Instagram, Facebook, um, phone, um, email, everything is pretty uniform. Everything is Dijon Talks something. If you go on Instagram, it's Dijon Talks. That's D-E-J-E-A-N Talks. If you go on Facebook, it's Dijon Talks. If you go on Snapchat, Twitter, Dijon Talks. Website, Dijon Talks. Um, email is DijonTalks at gmail.com. So if anybody has any desire to reach me, if you just type in Dijon Talks on any social media, on any platform or email at gmail.com, you'll be more than I'll be more than happy to hear from you. Um, I'll let you know exactly how I can help you, whether it's hosting an event, speaking at an event, life coaching, um, helping you start a business, um, to whatever capacity that I could help you with. Um, it is, like I said, it is one of my goals in life is to help people to the best of my ability. That is my joy and passion. So if I can help to any capacity, please don't hesitate to reach out. Each one, teach one, each one, bless one. When you're a blessing, you learn to be a blessing. I always ask God to bless me in abundance and overflow so that I can always have something left over to give some to somebody else, no matter how small or how great. Um, that is the mission for me in my life. Um, so I definitely look forward to um, dealing with the people on your platform. And I thank them for the opportunity to actually hear me out and hear what I have to say. And I hope that the information I gave was um, substantial and of um, benefit to them. And they could plant a seed that will reap a harvest of growth and solve some questions. And if they do have further questions based on this podcast, I hope that they do comment, reach out to you so they can ask you the question. And maybe we can do a follow-up session to answer all of their questions. Okay. So thank you, Dijon. No, thank you very much, Ms. Shanice, for having me. I greatly appreciate this platform. Continue to do the amazing work, and I look forward to working with you again. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, and you have a great evening. You too. Bye-bye. So there you have it. The pros and cons of mixing business with pleasure. I hope you guys were able to take some valuable information from Dijon Talks and myself. And I hope you can utilize and apply any tips or strategies that we gave into your business slash personal life as usual. Don't hesitate. Visit www.shimmerinthedark.com the most grandest, awesomest website out there. We're taking care of your skin, your mind, and your hair. Also, if you wish to be a guest on Rise of the Animal Queen podcast, if you're an entrepreneur and you have a story you would like to tell, hit us up at shimmerinthedark1123 at gmail.com. Peace.